0: welcome to another episode my name is Jose naharo and today we're going to take a look at facebook stock so let's get started facebook just reported earnings after hours today january 29th 2020 and we can see things are not looking good in the range of the price uh, right now, Facebook is down about seven percent, negative fifteen dollars, sitting at about two hundred and seven dollars. Like I said, the price might not be looking good, but let's take a look at the earnings to see if there's something hidden within this company. All right, so Facebook earnings per share beat by three cents, um, and revenue of twenty-one point oh eight billion dollars was a twenty-four year-to-year growth, twenty-four percent year-to-year growth, and it beat by one hundred and eighty million so these values it did beat but it did beat by minimal values. so these are kind of pretty much flatline values um to me next let's take a look facebook did announce that they are increasing their buyback program they're adding 10 billion dollars more to their buyback authorization and right now, this company had about $24 billion, and this $10 billion is going to go on top of that. And there is no expiration date to this buyback program. So this company has about $34 billion, and it bid by some companies, some, some shares back this year. And we'll take a look at them throughout the presentation. So the final thing I wanted to take a look at before moving into this presentation was I wanted to take a look at what the earnings per share estimates were for this company uh, for next year so for next year this company is expected to make nine dollars and 38 cents and with the current price of 207 this gives the company a PE ratio of about 22.1 um 22.14 p e ratio which is not that bad in my opinion usually tech companies i i see around 25 i think is still okay uh for for one to invest so now let's take a look at what this company has in stock and let's see how, how it actually did so first, we're going to take a look at their Facebook, at the presentation that they show to, to the investors. And I just want to look at some of the slides here. We're not going to go through all the slides. There are some slides that I like um, that I think we should know more about. So those are the slides I'm going to talk about. The first slide I want to talk about is their Facebook average revenue per user. And right here, they divided in how their average revenue per users is distributed by region. And we can see one thing that I've noticed I was taking a look at quarter four of two thousand and eighteen compared to this quarter four of two thousand and nineteen. and for worldwide, um, average revenue used to be seven dollars and twenty five cents for this quarter, it was eight dollars and thirty eight cents. So we see an increase in average revenue per users, and we continue to see that increase in for u s canada thirty four dollars and nine cents up to forty dollars and fifty cents this quarter. In Europe, back then it was $10.82. This year was $12.99. In Asia Pacific, last year of quarter four was $2.94. This year was $3.55. And for the rest of the world, last year was $2.11. This year's quarter was $2.47. So we can see this company right in every part of the world is continuing to increase its average revenue per users. And that's definitely a strong thing to see. Another thing we can see is a huge almost 99 percent of this company's revenue comes from advertising the other comes from other which is very minimal the next slide i want to talk about is their family monthly active people they call it map and here they talk about all their all their platforms that they have they have instant messenger In- instagram messenger facebook whatsapp and they're tracking how much growth they're having within all these all these sectors all these all these platforms so not just by facebook because i I don't think one should just take a look at facebook because this company is evolving to being more it has evolved of being more than just a facebook platform it has different software it has different types of of companies so we have to see outside of it so I, i wanted to look at their family monthly and they call it family because it includes all their other um all their other applications so in quarter four of 2018, they had about 2.64 billion monthly active people. In quarter four of 2019, we saw an increase of 2.89 billion um, billion people. And we can see every quarter this year has continued to uptrend. So again, that's definitely a good thing for uh for Facebook. Next, let's just take a quick look at the family average revenue per person. And we can see, right, average revenue per person this quarter was $7.38 compared to six dollars and 52 cents same time last year and look seven out of that seven dollars and 38 cents seven dollars and 26 cents were advertising the other is other so you can see how strong advertising is for this company the next slide i want to talk about is just their revenue so revenue for this quarter was 21 billion dollars 21.1 billion dollars same time last year was 16.9 billion dollars so a nice increase in revenue and again, I, I just want to emphasize look at this power of the company's advertising. Out of that $21.1 billion, $20.7 billion came from advertising. Next, I want to take a look at the revenue of Facebook by user geography. US and Canada make up about 50% of this company's total revenue, sitting at about $10.2 billion. The next biggest is Europe, which is about 25%. And the other 25% comes from asia pacific and the rest of the world but we can see united states is a huge player united states and canada are both huge players for this company's revenue and another thing we see is there is an uptrend of there's everything continues to increase right u.s canada continues to increase europe revenue continues to increase uh, asia pacific continues to increase and the rest of the world continues to increase revenue wise quarter by quarter so again this definitely is looking good for, for Facebook. I think there's only two more slides. I really wanted to take a look from their slides. And this is one that I think is super important. Operating margins. We're gonna take a look in, in, the, uh, in the spreadsheet that they gave us that operating margins dropped down a lot this year. Um, and we're here to see why. So this year quarter three and quarter four were both above 41. They're still below what they were same time last year. So quarter one of last year was 42, quarter three of this year was 41. Quarter four of last year was 46, quarter four of this year was 42. So those, even though they are in their high four, in the forties still, they are lower than the same time last year. Quarter one and quarter two are looking pretty bad at 22% in quarter one compared to 46% last year and 27% in quarter two compared to 44% last year. But there were some legal expenses that happened during the first quarter of this year the first and second quarter of this year and they had a lot of expenses so they had about five billion dollars of expenses for a quarter one and quarter two and they did mention that if it wasn't for these expenses quarter one of 2019 would actually be 20 percent higher and quarter two of 2019 would be about 12 percent higher so quarter one if let's say we don't include that expense quarter one would be 42 percent well, 42% is still lower than that 46% that they saw last year. And quarter two, without the expense, would be 39%. But that's still lower than that 44% last year. So every quarter, if we didn't have these these expenses, this company would have definitely had above 40 annual uh, annual gross margins would be, which would be good but it would still be lower than same time last year because every quarter of last year had higher gross margins than the quarters of this year and that's something that definitely take take note of and the final slide i wanted to take a look at was our just earnings per share so again due to those expenses that i just talked about quarter one and quarter two had very weak earnings per share earnings per share if we don't include those expenses for quarter one would be a dollar and 89 cents which would be a growth from the same time last year of $1.69. And quarter two would be $1.99, which again would be a growth to same time last year, which was $1.74. So if it wasn't for those expenses, this company would definitely be making a lot more money. All right, so now let's jump in into the spreadsheet that they gave us. So for the fourth quarter, we have fourth quarter and four year highlights from the company for 2019. So the first thing is we're gonna see revenue for 2019, Increased about 25% compared to 2018 for quarter four. So, total revenue for quarter four was $21.1 billion. Quarter four for 2018 was $16.9 billion, which was a 25% increase. If we're taking a look at the year to year change, revenue grew by 27%. So, a 27% growth is definitely a great, that's definitely pretty strong numbers to see. This is anything i think anything in the double digits shows that this is still a growing company next we're going to see that total advertising again total advertising was 20.7 out of that 21 billion dollars and it makes up a huge portion of this company's revenue and advertising was up 25% in the quarter to quarter and it was up 27% 2019 year end to 2018 year end. Next, we're going to talk about the main reason this company is supposedly down, and it's the total cost and expense. So, total cost and expense for quarter four compared to quarter four of last year grew 34%. So, 34 this is means that they're 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 having 34% more increase in in cost of revenue compared to a revenue growth of 25%. And remember, this quarter. It's definitely understandable if quarter one and quarter two had some low gross margins, but we can see that quarter three and quarter four have lower gross margins compared to the same time last year. And the reason is the total cost and expense for them to collect that revenue has increased. Year to year change, cost and expense grew 51% compared to 2018. And that is definitely a big number a big number growth. Operating margins, like I said, for 2018, Quarter four was 46%, and for 2019 quarter four was 42%. And like I said, it is because that huge increase in cost and expense. Next, let's take a look at net income. Net income for this year, for this quarter four of 2019 was 7.3 billion dollars, compared to 6.0 of quarter four of 2018, which was a 7% growth. Net income from um for the full year of 2019 compared to the full year of 2018 actually decreased by 16% and that's pretty crazy right revenue for the year grew about 15 billion dollars so 15 billion dollars more revenue this year compared to same time last year but this company still made less money this year than same time last year even if we add the 5 billion dollars expense that this company had from from the legal from the legal battles that it had in quarter 1 and quarter 2 this company would only be about $23 billion. So not a huge increase in that income if we didn't count those charges. Earnings per share for this year was $6.43 for the full year of 2019 compared to $7.57 for the full year of 2018. And that's down 15% and that's usually right in line with the net income. We talked about the family monthly active people, um, but they did see an increase of about 9% year over year and we saw that, that chart continue to show an increase in, in active users for the company's total package. Cash and cash equivalents for this company is sitting at $54.86 billion, and that's what I like to hear. I like to see that a company has plenty of cash or cash equivalents ready to go. Headcount for this company grew about 26% year over year, and I think this is where the biggest cost is coming from. They have increased their their their, their amount of employees 26 percent since same time last year so now let's take a look at this company's income statement so the first thing we're going to take a look is that growth in revenue i already mentioned that so let's screw that next let's take a look at total cost of expense so total cost and expense continue to grow right it was 15 billion dollars more this year of 2019 compared to the full year of 2018 so a 50 percent growth and we can see the biggest players here that made the biggest growth were general and administrative increased by seven billion dollars last year was 3.5 this year was 7.5 so this is definitely has to do with the with the overall headcount increase that they're paying they're paying more people so that headcount cost is going to be a lot higher the other big one that i see is is research and development research and development increased by about three billion dollars but for a growing company that's okay with me seeing that research and development increase like that Um, tells me that this company is focusing on continuing to develop their programs their software and everything that they have to offer so that is always a great i always like to see a company increase their research and development cost of revenue itself increased but that's just because they had higher revenue this year and marketing sales they increased their marketing and sales by two billion dollars um so that's probably they probably hired more people for marketing and sales but again that's definitely a good thing because they want to cut more customers so as long as these these employees are getting more customers than all to it we already talked about net income no no point in mentioning that again and we already talked about the diluted earnings per share but now i want to take a look at the diluted number of shares this company has outstanding so in 2000 at the end of 2019 this company had about 2.9 billion dollars 2.9 billion shares outstanding right now it's sitting at 2.87 billion shares outstanding so they did buy back a nice amount about 50 50 million i want to say about 50 about 50 million shares in the past year alone so this company definitely has a strong a strong buyback program and as we saw in the previous article this company has increased their buyback program for the for this year next let's take a look at the balance sheet this is my favorite thing that i want to take a look at so at the end of december 31st 2018 this company had 10 billion dollars in cash and cash equivalents Right now, this company has about $19 billion in cash and cash equivalents. So an increase of almost 100%. Marketable security, securities also increased. Last year was $31 billion. Right now, sitting at $35.8 billion. At the end of the day, total current assets grew about $16 billion. Those are great numbers to see. Next, we're going to take a look at this company's total assets. So total assets for this company grew about $30 billion 15 of that 30 billion dollars we saw came from total current assets the other 10 billion came from property and equipment it seems that they have some new plans or facilities going on that increased about 10 billions and the other 10 billion came from operating lease and right of use nets so this is something new that most companies have to include now in their asset and their balance sheet is just whatever they're leasing can count as an asset and a liability And that was a 10 billion dollar increase compared to almost nothing to nothing same time last year so total assets pretty much were about 123 123 billion this year compared to 97 billion last year if we're taking a look at apples to apples right let's take away this operating lease because it was not there last year so about a 25 billion increase in total assets is still a really good thing especially when 15 of that comes from total current assets which is pretty much just cash ready to go next let's take a look at this company's liability total current liabilities grew about eight billion dollars this year and the main reason was just accrued expenses and other current liabilities grew about that seven billion dollars that total current liabilities grew at again this is not a big a big issue especially with the amount of cash this company has shown it grew in one year so it's not something i would be completely completely going crazy about total liabilities grew about 20 billion dollars that's a huge amount but we can see right that same thing i talked about in the current assets about 10 9.5 billion of that total liabilities is just something that they had to include this year that they didn't include last year so at the end of the day total liabilities grew by 12 about 12 billion dollars instead of about 20 billion dollars and total assets still grew about 23 billion dollars so the amount of assets growing is faster than the amount of total liabilities going which to me is definitely a great thing to see so we're almost done the next thing we want to take a look at is this company's cash flow um statement and net cash flow provided by operating activities is the one i care about the most because this is the amount of cash they make from their everyday use. At the end of this year, they had an operating cash flow of $36 billion positive compared to $29 billion last year, which again, those are great numbers to continue to see a growth. That's actually a growth of almost 20% in net cash in net cash flow. Actually, it is 20% growth. And then repurchase of common stock. Last year, this company bought a lot of stock. Last year, this company bought about 13 billion, 13 billion shares um in 2018 when the prices were pretty cheap this year this company bought about 4.2 billion 4.2 billion shares which is still a heavy amount and they're going to continue to buy so that's it that's all i got for facebook guys let me know what you guys think i honestly think this is a good company but these earnings episodes that i'm doing right now i'm just taking a quick look at the overall picture right now i'm writing down company names that i'm going to do a more in-depth in-depth um in depth analysis of and Facebook after taking a look and seeing that drop down is definitely a company I would want to take a look furthermore um like I said right now Facebook is definitely looking good they have good they have a good balance sheet I, I really like their balance sheet their income statement is not looking too bad it is it does suck that they they have an increase in cost of revenue by almost fifty percent but we can see that their margins aren't as low as they as they are as they shown to be because their gross margins took a big hit from quarter one and quarter two of this year due to those legal fights. Um, So we can see, right, their gross margins did increase, decrease, but their revenue continues to increase at a faster rate. They have a great income statement sheet. They have a great balance sheet and the amount of cash flow they have. And this company is also buying back shares. But yeah, this company is definitely looking pretty good for now. And like I mentioned, I'm going to write this down and do a further further analysis on this company later after earnings season is done so take care guys have a good night and see you next time